Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 12 of the Toledo Matters podcast. And as always, your host, Bob Tucker, and your co-host, Danny Woodcock. And Nathan Lewis, too, right? And your engineer, Nathan Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to be back, folks. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, We're pretty excited about today's episode. We have uh, Joe Napoli of the Mud Hens and the Walleye with us. Very cool dude. I love him. Yeah, we had a great time recording him. Yeah, it was really fun. fun. Yeah, we enjoyed that. His Brooklyn accent really started (laughs) to come out. (laughs) So uh, I hope everybody out there in listener land enjoys it as much as we did. Uh, Danny wants to plug a couple things for him. Yeah, real quick. So... Joe Napoli came in and talked to us about the Hensville Project downtown, which you, if you haven't heard about, I don't know where you've been living, which rock you're under, but check it out. Um, they're going to be opening on St. Patrick's Day, Thursday, March 17th. They have a St. Patrick's Day rooftop party from 5 p.m. to midnight. If you go online to HensvilleToledo.com, you can pre-buy your tickets for 10 bucks or 20 at the door. And then that Friday, they're going to have a beer and wine night at top of 9 uh, one of their buildings is called The Nine, and that will be $50 in advance, but all your drinks and everything are included. And then Saturday is the first concert at their new park. We'll tell you a little bit more about the park, the buildings they demolished to put that up, and some of the cool events coming up. So we really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, love to be back in the studio, and thanks for your continued viewership. Viewership? Listenership? Listenership? <laughs> thanks. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> all right. Uh Anything else, Bob? Yeah, I, I, I ate at the Green Lantern for lunch yesterday. That, that, that comes up a little in, in, in the podcast, but we didn't really explain what the Green Lantern is for those who don't know. It's a, it's a greasy little diner <laughs> with great greasy burgers that's been open since 1927 on Broadway near downtown. And go in there and get, get a handy Andy, and, and that's not a, a lewd statement. You know what? <laughs> a handy Andy. It, it's, like a, it's a double cheeseburger with everything on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... Real American burger there. Yeah, no, it's it's a great great place. Great great like Green Lantern Green Lantern mural on the outside and stuff too. So, nice, nice. Um, Where's that at? It's on Broadway, just south of uh, downtown. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that that was my only thought. But again, we're we're excited about uh, where we're going this year. Um, we, we had uh, Dr. Gaber last episode and Joe this episode, and got uh, some great people lined up. So yeah. you know, stay tuned in. We're definitely going to have. Um, some really interesting inter- interviews coming up for sure. Yeah, and I think we're committed. It's not just, I mean, we, we do have a lot more, uh, I guess, more well-known folks this year, but we, we're still committed to having uh, some some folks you may have never heard of. Uh, for sure. We're finding those guests. hidden gems. Everyone everyone doing something cool in Toledo is welcome, regardless of yeah. your status and in the community, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so uh, we're excited about who we have coming up. And, Go ahead and uh, visit ToledoMatters.com if you think you got something cool that you'd like to share with Toledo. Yeah, or even if you even if it's not yourself, if you think, oh, hey, you guys should really talk to so-and-so. Just... Absolutely. And if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes, they're all up on our website. So we do recommend checking some of those out, um, kind of see what we're doing if you're just tuning in. You guys rock. Today with us is Joe Napoli from uh, the Mud Hens and the Walleye and some other stuff I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah. So, w- welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. Well, thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for the invite. Happy now, to be here. Now you're not originally from Toledo, right? I'm from uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Bro- New York. Not Brooklyn, Michigan. <laughs> Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, it's funny. Ohio and Michigan, they have you know, all these other place names, you know, like yeah. Rome and, and Lima, not Lima, but yeah. Brooklyn. So uh, you grew up in Brooklyn and then uh, where'd you go to school? Good question. Um, I was fortunate enough to go to uh, uh, St. Mary's, so sort of like a St. Joe's in town or uh, St. Pat's. Sure. Um, and then uh, high school was Severian, which was just like St. Francis and St. John's. Um, the interesting thing at that point in my life, my, my mother had to go back to work to in order 
to send me to a private school, which I've always appreciated. So yeah, yeah. Um, got a great education there. And then because I didn't have enough of a Catholic education, I went to St. John's University, <laughs> just to round it all out. And um, that, wasn't, uh, that wasn't for that reason, sure, but yeah. it turned out to be a great education. Yeah. So I was really pleased. I, I also went to Catholic school through college. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you study at St. John's? So, uh, management, management and marketing. Um, and guilt, because when you go to a Catholic <laughs> school, any Catholic school history, there's tons of guilt. And then you're probably already a, a mass yeah. had your masters in that by sixth grade or so. <laughs> that, that is true. With, but, you know, we still had the um, the nuns in the teaching in the school in the habits. Sure, yeah. And the rulers, yeah, yeah that they'd break over your yeah. knuckles and. Um, <laughs> So, uh, and then if that wasn't enough, you know, an Italian family doesn't add any more uh, stress to your life. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and then after St. John's, did you come straight to the, the Mudhens or, or what, no? What no, I went into banking. I uh, was a banker for about three years. Um, didn't see myself doing that for my whole life. Sure. Just yeah, didn't. Yeah. It, it, it was great. It was a. Uh, uh, management training program at one of the money center banks at the time, which was uh, Manufacturers Hanover Trust. They used to call it Manny Hanny. <laughs> Manny uh, Hanny. Manny Hanny. And uh, did that for about three years, then moved um, to Canton, Ohio. So I went from nice. Midtown Manhattan. Pro Football to, Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And um, Canton was a culture shock because people were so friendly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was so. Get away from those nuns. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, in New York is, um, you know, you're moving at such a fast pace yeah. that, uh, you know, it, it, you would have in, you know, midtown Manhattan, you'd have more people than the population of Toledo and Detroit combined. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. it was uh, just a pressure cooker. But you don't realize that when you're growing up there. You think it's normal. Right. right. If you don't and then you move else. to normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Canton, Ohio was more... Uh, you know, it was great. And then Toledo. Well, uh, what brought you to yeah. uh, Canton? Uh, sports. I, I decided to pursue a career in sports. So I went from a nice paying job to <laughs> one in which um, about a month, two months into the job, I, I had to sit down with my boss and I, sh I gave him my budget, which was about $150 short, you know, with the uh, <laughs> student loan and the uh, auto payment and the apartment payment. Right. And mm -hmm. what I did was I left the line for food blank and I told him <laughs> that I wasn't able to eat. So, right. Um, right. so he gave me a raise, uh, to the amount that I could buy groceries for a month. So, uh, man, that worked. Yeah, it worked. A ramen worked. raise. Yeah. Ramen yeah. Raise. yeah. There you go. That's, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I got to take food home from the uh, concessions after ball games, and uh, so you working yeah. for for a baseball team and for a baseball Canton. team, the Double A club for the Indians. It was, um, I tell you, the guys I worked with, we were all in our mid twenties. We really should write a book because it was hilarious. It was just <laughs> one of the funniest, uh, outrage, most outrageous years of my life, and um, and that was due to the fact that we worked. I worked with a great group of guys, and um, so you could imagine. You know, half a dozen. It was basically five of us right. running mm -hmm. a baseball team. <laughs> what uh, was that team name? Uh, Canton, the Canton Akron Indians. Okay. So the owner thought, you know, he was really clever by <laughs> adding Akron to the team name because he thought all these folks from Akron would then find the team endearing, and that that did not quite work. But um, is that team still around? They moved to Akron. Yeah into a beautiful ballpark in downtown. Matter of fact, great story there. Um, dear friend of mine uh, who's, who's, who recently passed away, uh, Jim Murray. Jim loaded up a bus, of, uh, a bus of, of people from Toledo, decision makers from Toledo, drove them over to Akron to show them Canal Park and said, this is what we could have in Toledo if yeah. we wanted to. And that was a tipping point. Huh. Yeah. To getting yeah. The, the the park downtown. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, you said you were there for a year and then you went yeah. to the Mud Hens or how did that I was work? in Toledo for a couple of years yeah. and then got uh, an offer to go work for the Chicago Bulls. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. So that was great fun. Um, I'll never forget that. The um, Went there, went to uh, interview. Everything went really well. Came back home to 
came to back to Toledo mm -hmm. and um, the guy I was going to work for gives me a call and he says, um, we'd like to offer you the job. And this was on a Friday afternoon. So I said, um, you know, I'll, I'll get back to you on Monday if you don't mind. And there was silence on the other end of the line. <laughs> he goes, Joe, it's the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> I, I said, I, no, I understand. I just want to think about it over the weekend. And he's like, you're kidding me. <laughs> What's there to think about? And I said, well, I, it's not too much to ask, is it? And he said... Yeah, only over the weekend? Yeah. He said, I got a long list of people that want this job. And I said, well... I, I got it. I, I, I get it. You yeah. know, um, but so I, you know, thought about it over the weekend, took the job, moved there. I was there for a couple of years. Uh, and, and what were you doing yeah. for the Bulls? So um, promotions, uh, management, I was a manager of promotions, so special events, promotions, corporate sales. What, it was what, great. What year was great. this when you were there? Uh, the voice from beyond. Where the <laughs> hell was that coming from? That's our audio engineer, Nate. I, thanks, Nate. That was for a minute there. I thought it was just a voice in my head. Uh, take my medicine. Um, so, uh, what was the question? The years that you were there. Really, oh, I'm trying to get yeah. to is was was Michael Jordan? Was yeah, he was. Yeah, I was there for the third championship. That is and, awesome, uh, man. And this is what. Um, uh, Jerry Reinsdorf was a fantastic owner. So um, we're going into the finals. He lets the entire staff know that he's flying everyone to Phoenix <laughs> for the first round of the games. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then he says, uh, and you can take your family. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then, so we think, you know, we get to the airport and we think we're um, uh, going to fly commercial. He has a private jet for about 100 wow. people oh ready to go. God. That's great. Then when we get there, we figured, you know, maybe the Holiday Inn. He puts us up at the uh, Phoenician Resort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were we were just so thankful and appreciative, and he was that that type. And then he has a house there, so he invited everyone to his home. <laughs> so he, he's, he's from Brooklyn, which there probably says something about uh, uh, the character of the guy. Um, but he... Um, he was just so appreciative of all of his success that he decided he was going to share it with everyone that yeah. helped make it happen. That's great. Yeah, so it, it was a great experience. And uh, we'll always look back at that with, with fond memories. Yeah. yeah. It's a real good leader to fly yeah. out the whole staff like that. Man. Yeah. And then, you know, he invited everyone into his home, which was, yeah. uh, was, was just very impressive. Yeah. So. It's the sort of things that make you somebody that your employees like to work for. Right? Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, and most of the, I'll tell you, just about everyone that I worked with um, retired from either the Bulls or the White Sox because he okay. owns both teams. Yeah, yeah. Nice. they didn't leave. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Can't blame them. But then you no. left. Yeah, I, you know, the only reason I left is all the guys that I was working with that were ahead of me weren't going anywhere. Right, so, so there's no upward mobility. No, ran out of room. And um, so I moved to Detroit, worked for the Tigers, uh, did that for same amount of time, two, uh, about three years. And doing the same sort of stuff for the Tigers? Or yeah, yeah, and it was... Um, so this is... Uh, I, I would get teased by the guys from in Chicago. They said, okay... So you, you come to Chicago, we win a championship, and then Michael Jordan retires. You, you go to Detroit, and they cancel the World Series for the first time in history. <laughs> and they're like, you're like a black sheep. <laughs> so uh, so you're so you there for the strike year, then? I was there for the strike year. Yeah, okay. And, um, What's the strike year? Oh, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1994. They canceled. I was the, two. Yeah, oh, they canceled Danny. the World Series. <laughs> The MLB, like, Major League Baseball, yeah. oh my canceled goodness. the World Series. See, I was a kid, and we were, we were traveling as a family. Because there, yeah. there was a strike, you know, a labor yeah. dispute. And oh, okay. Yeah. I was we were yeah. traveling as a family, and we were in St. Louis or something, or or somewhere, and we had tickets to go to a game. Because as a family, we'd go to yeah. ball games when we'd travel yeah. places. And couldn't what go. happens when you have tickets to a series that gets canceled? You get, I, you I was a little kid. I, <laughs> I, I don't remember what, what <laughs> happened there. but well, I hope not. But... Uh, <laughs> So let me ask you, so that, that brings up an interesting point. So some of the things that are going on in Toledo that we're hoping are going to change, uh, you know, the dynamic of the community. So, so when I first moved here, it was in the early 90s, and all I ever heard about was how, um, you know, the seven sisters, the seven Fortune 500s had moved out of town, mm -hmm. um, how Portside had closed, how the, the river activity was... Mm -hmm. Um, recreational activity on the river wasn't as much fun and 
But now when I when we talk to the the, the current generation, they have like no memory of that, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Did you see my actually. eyebrow raise when you said half <laughs> yeah, that stuff? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so here here's part of the dynamic that's so exciting and encouraging for us is that we, we have a generation now that doesn't have any of that baggage, and it's funny like when we broke ground on Hensville, there's a core of people in town that are they love Toledo wonderful community ambassadors mm -hmm. invest in Toledo, but did ask me about, well, why won't this turn out like Portside? Right. And, and yeah. I was, I was stunned. <laughs> I, I couldn't get, was yeah, I mean, 20 years ago or my, more? Oh, late eighties. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember as a, I, I have very vague member, memories yeah. of Portside going there with my mom yeah. when I was little. But 2000 yeah. was almost 20 yeah. years ago, Bob. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was six exactly. years ago, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that, that's what's so 16, refreshing. Right. What we love about the current generation is that you don't have the baggage. Yeah. That's, that's great. And a uh, perfect example of that is this show. You guys decided to put the show together, mm -hmm. and you just did it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, kind of. So It, it helps you know, knowing a, an audio engineer with a studio in his house. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but how many would not have taken advantage of that? Right, so that's, right. that's well, the beauty of it. Interestingly enough, the only mm -hmm. reason we took advantage of this is you did an uh -huh. uh, Epic Toledo leading by example breakfast one time at uh -huh. the Roost overlooking uh -huh. Fifth Third Field, yeah. and we were part of those 12 guys in that yeah. group. And the point of these these breakfast things, if you guys aren't familiar with Epic, um, the point is to have 12 you know, young people in the community meet with one of the head honchos of downtown, really shaking Clu and moving. Clueless head honchos. <laughs> <laughs> one of the guys that are just doing big things. And then yeah. he he tasked us with a few things. One was yeah. to tackle student loan debt, which I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. And then yeah. the second one was you know, start a positivity movement online, yeah. like a blog or a podcast. Yeah. And yeah, Bob and, emailed and, me and... Yeah, I'd already had Nate and I had done a podcast before. Uh -huh. Like, how many years ago was that, Nate? Like, oh man, I was in law school. Ten years. Yeah. It was it was a while ago. Yeah, and thankfully it's not online anymore. <laughs> well, because <laughs> we have reputations we have to keep. Yeah, up now. yeah. we're gonna find it. We Don't were worry. we were younger and, and and wilder, but it was a lot of fun making it. Oh, and, sure. and I had that memory of of you know getting together and and, mm -hmm. and making these podcasts and really enjoying that process. Yeah. My studio is a little better now. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> yeah, this is a cool space. Yeah, yeah. we recorded those. I'm, I'm not leaving today. I'm just gonna hang out here for the rest of the day. Perfect. If you don't mind, you no play problem. play guitar. Or anything? I, you know, I wish. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. We'll just watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, I listen to podcast. Do you listen to podcasts or uh, occasionally? Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. If I'm in the car, that's what I'm listening yeah. to. I'm, I don't listen to the radio and. And so I was trailing a lot early in the year and thinking, ah, I, I could do this again. And then yeah. your comment just kind of reaffirmed that this is something that is a good idea. It's not just something that's running my head. That. And, Thank you. Uh, and gave us kind of the kick in the can to, to do it. So I appreciate well, it. Well, I'm glad you're doing it. And it, I got a free yeah. sushi lunch out of it. Is <laughs> yeah. that right? I, I winded <laughs> Again, the voice from beyond. I keep looking for him when, he, when Nate talks. It's... Yeah. But my my go to uh, bribery lunch of choices. Uh -huh. so, um, yeah, <laughs> you didn't New buy York me lunch. paranoia. I did too. Wait, no, we went to Greg's. Mm -hmm. Did I buy it for you? No, I think I did. Come on, man. I think I did. It was cheaper than sushi, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I, I think uh, so. On that morning, we talked about uh, you gave us a little sneak peek at uh -huh. Hensville. Yep. Can you kind of yeah. give sure. any of our listeners who you know no one's heard of Hensville before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can give you an update. Cool. We're um, we're gonna open uh, St. Paddy's Day weekend. All right, and uh, you'll you'll appreciate this. A younger guy on our staff, his name is uh, Mike Keedy, and uh, Mike uh, put together Winterfest. Uh, oh, last oh, year, man. the ten days it was of activities. Really well done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. Mike did a great job, as did our entire staff. Yeah. You guys killed that. Um, thank you. And uh, he's in charge of uh, booking events and activities, so he's got a whole slate of uh, live entertainment uh, in Hensville and in the park and Hensville Park. So uh, we're really excited about it. Yeah, yeah. And so for people who don't know what Hensville is, yeah. it's can you describe what, sure. what it is? Sure. It you know it's only three addresses, but <laughs> it, it's strange. It's five buildings that will be interconnected, and uh, we'll have rooftop decks overlooking Fifth Third Field. Awesome. Uh, the views out to the river uh, are terrific. Mm -hmm. um, and it's basically going to be a hub of activity. So when you look at the warehouse district, believe it or not, there's 20 restaurants and bars in the wow. district. 
So we're going to add two more. Okay. And then we're going to add all this activity in Hensville Park. So that regardless of a mud hens walleye or concert at the arena, that there'll be activity um, <laughs> in downtown. So um, we're looking just to to create uh, you know that that vibrant community yeah. in the warehouse district. So really That's excited great. about it. And it, 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 I view it as in my simplification, it, it's the block of St. Clair, South St. Clair, just mm-hmm. just south of of Seagate Center. That's correct. And and, yeah. and you guys. You're not taking over the block completely, but you're no. taking over previously vacant spaces. Yeah. Right. So the the challenge of the buildings that we acquired we acquired them during the recession, um, so we got them for re- reasonably priced. Um, but they they were in such bad shape that it really didn't make sense to redevelop them. So then what we we did a little homework, found out um, there's a local uh, development corp called Lisk. And what LISC does is um, they work with people uh, in the communities to develop um, everything from housing to commercial properties. And uh, Hugh Grief and um, Kim Kuchar. So Kim Kuchar, again, that younger generation, everything is, uh, is wide open and is a great opportunity, worked with us to put the financing and funding together. So that really bridged the gap to make it make sense. Right. And uh, so... Um, PNC Bank, Fifth Third Bank, uh, they got it. They got involved. Historic tax credits from the state of Ohio. So we put that whole program together, and now um, we're about nine weeks away from opening. So yeah, and the construction on that is going like gangbusters because you didn't start to yeah. end, end of the baseball season. Uh, or, or we're, we're into it about a year now. Oh, really? About a okay. year. Febu- uh, no, you're right. About March, April, the beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah, yeah and to be yeah. done by March. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Lathrop <laughs> Company, uh, Porter Architects, uh, MDA Engineering, and a host of yeah. others have really worked hard on it. Um, not without its pitfalls. You know, when you take a building that's over 100 <laughs> years old and um, you try to renovate it and reconstruct it, it's, it's yeah. there are a lot of challenges. One of the one of the things you're doing down there is a park, too, like yeah. an outdoor park. Yeah, yeah. so we took um, about an acre. It used to be a, a decrepit parking lot uh we're gonna turn that into an event park so we'll host concerts and awesome. theater and that's my favorite kinds of thing activities. of the whole thing that you're getting oh, rid you. of parking and doing something good with it <laughs> well you know there's a misconception about parking yes. in downtown we yes. have about probably about thirteen thousand parking spaces downtown Jeez. yeah and and folks um some of the questions that we've received is okay now you got hensville park uh, we acquired the uh, the old Key Bank building, mm-hmm. which is another historic building on Madison Street, and we're going to create another entertainment venue there. Uh, so it'll be uh, more like a um, standing room only, intimate setting. Has a uh, mezzanine mm-hmm. balcony. Oh, for like over, concert. That oh, it's going to be great, and it's only a block away from the Valentine yeah. Theater. So, <laughs> oh wow, um, yeah. So right outside the doors of Huntington Center. And um, that's right by the apartment that I'm moving into. Oh, where, where are you moving into? LaSalle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'll be right around the corner. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. There's just yeah. so much cool stuff going yeah. on downtown. Yeah. yeah. I had to move there. Yeah. So uh, and then the Burdan building is under construction for apartments. Right. Yeah. Uh, right across the street from Fifth Third Field. So a lot of things bubbling up. There's one yeah. other thing uh, uh, that's happening is um, the 22nd Century Committee is a group that Randy Ostra put together from ProMedica. Yep. And um, we're having our first public uh, forum at the main library, and I think that's uh, Tuesday the 19th, I believe. Um, so okay. bring as many people as possible. Um, Do I you think know it's what, gonna, what time it is? Or? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's um, 530 Okay. And we might want to just check the date, but I'm pretty sure it's Tuesday the 19th. I got that noted. Yeah. And, cool. We'll uh, put we that in the show it. notes and we'll yeah. let everyone know. Yeah, because the, the, <clears throat> the nice thing about it is as we develop plans for downtown, we we desperately want public input Yeah. from all age groups, all economic uh, you know strata. And um, <clears throat> what we ended up finding out is when the development plans were done in the past for downtown there really wasn't a significant public outreach. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's probably a good reason why they weren't adopted. Yeah. So you yeah. need your stakeholders, building owners, real estate developers, yeah. and key buy-in. So, yeah. 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 All 
All right. So you're having this committee is having uh, this first public meeting mm-hmm. uh, coming up. Is that going to be here's what we think, or is it going to no, be you no, tell us what no, you think? It's exactly yeah. that. Yeah. We want input. Uh, the company we hired is um, called MKSK, and they're based out of Columbus. They do a ton of work in the Midwest. Yeah, didn't they renovate another city? Um, yeah, they've done, they have done um, plans for, God, in Columbus and Cincinnati and Louisville, um, Cleveland, a bunch of smaller cities, yeah. then Toledo. Um, they work on Dayton, maybe? They, remember, they may have done a plan. In I remember Dayton. reading about yeah. them after yeah. after you had told us about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, they do fantastic work, but mm-hmm. a key ingredient for their success is that public involvement. Yeah. So what they'll do is they'll do a brief presentation as to why um, revitalizing a downtown is important uh-huh. for everyone, including suburbia. Um, and then uh, what they'll do is they'll actually do a, an interactive uh, activity with the folks that show up. Because they want to gather that input. I keep hitting the mic. <laughs> That's all right. Um, it's the it. Italian in me. I can't keep my hands still. Um, so, um, uh, no. It'll, so they do it, an it, exercise? Yep. Is, it, yeah. is this a secret yeah. exercise? Or can no, you tell I, us what's I, don't, going on? I don't know what it's going to okay. be. But I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. You guys yeah. did a little bit of this before the new year. You, you yes, called a couple that's people correct. down. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. correct. Yes. Yeah, that's they awesome. did some stakeholder meetings. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. And uh, I guess going back to the Mudhens, mm-hmm. When you were for when you came to the Mudhens, were you yeah. still at Ned Skelton? We were, yeah. yeah. So again, yeah. talking to that newer generation who may have yeah. never seen Ned Skelton. Yeah, tell a young guy like me where that was. <laughs> he doesn't even know. What I don't know. Oh, that's know. funny. The only reason I know it, he told me last night. That's in, great. In our notes. Uh, it was in Maumee at the at the uh, what would be the rec center. Okay. So um, Key Street, uh, lots of fond memories. Um, it uh, nestled in the neighborhood in, mm-hmm. in Maumee. Uh, surrounded by a parking lot, which was... So you're not going to get any economic development spinoff because right. it was surrounded by a parking lot and a neighborhood. So When did you guys move downtown? Uh, really? I, <laughs> maybe old, there's other people old, who listen. What are you, 17? 23? 23? <laughs> okay. Okay, well, that explains it. Yeah. That explains it. Uh, 2017? <laughs> 2002. Okay, okay. Yeah. I wasn't here yeah. yet. Yeah. I didn't come to Toledo until 2010 for college. Okay, okay. Oh, Pardon okay. my ignorance. Okay, no, I'm teasing. You. I know, I know. <laughs> 2002. Okay. Um, so uh, it was funny. So we're moving out from uh, Maumee, um, you know, several generations. Saw baseball out there uh, mm-hmm. since the mid-60s. And um, there, was, uh, there was a healthy skepticism. Yeah. And, and so, so there's, skept- there's, there's two types of skepticism, healthy and... Uh, nasty. <laughs> and, uh, right, yeah. Some of the nasty ones were actually quite entertaining. So, uh, <laughs> but that's a whole nother show. Did you have any <laughs> involvement with the storm while while you were working with the Mud Hens? No, no. Um, the storm. Uh, we're over at the sports arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny. Yeah, Danny. yeah. The I'm prede- over here like, what's the, the storm? The walleye, <laughs> the predecessor to the walleye. Oh, okay. What, um, it was. Okay. That's a that's an interesting uh, dynamic. It um, the storm. We're probably the sixth or seventh version of minor pro hockey in Toledo. Mm-hmm. Cold diggers, and yeah, storm, and yeah, yeah, hornets, um, blades. Oh yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, lots of. So, so here's what would happen: is um, every time a new owner would buy the team, they'd rename the team, and then they'd have some initial success, and then the success would would fade away. That honeymoon and, phase. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and basically, what the reason for that is. They would appeal to just one segment of the community, mm-hmm. and that segment was beer drink. I shouldn't <laughs> even say beer drinking. Um, uh, it was uh, an alcoholic frenzy at these games. <laughs> That's the sports was, arena. Yeah, and and there there would literally be more fights in the stands oh, than on the ice. And every owner of the team would basically say, "Well, I have to. I I have. That's what I have to." do to be successful so here we come along and um the community says hey you know what we're interested in a new building but we would really uh, be interested in having the folks from the wall uh, from the mud hens run the team so we were very um uh appreciate you know we were very appreciative that we were asked to participate and um so we took a look at it and we were really a little we were quite hesitant 
quite frankly, because we thought it would be an uphill battle. And um, healthy we, skepticism. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, what we ended up finding out was that uh, the community was more was very willing to give us a chance mm -hmm. at turning around the whole perspective of going to a hockey game and that was because we had such a long and successful successful track record with the hens and um i'm pleased to say that uh, the number one demographic for us now is households with children so yeah. awesome. uh, lots of kids at the games just like a, oh, yeah. a mud hens game yeah so. it's a lot of fun yeah. it's really it's geared towards families yeah. too it Me is. being a you know, one of these beer drinkers who goes out to the yeah. games to just scream yeah. at people to fight uh -huh. and pound on the glass. <laughs> but there's a lot going on for, for yeah. kids, like the puck toss, the yeah. big walleye that flies around, yeah. dropping coupons. Yes. It's so much fun. My, my wife you. and I were just talking the other day. Yeah. Oh, we need to go to a walleye game. I have kids, and, and yeah. I, my three and a half year old loved it last year when he was two and a half. So, but the, the so so here, let me jump in there a second. So you're how old are you? I'm what, what? 31. Okay, so. I, we still have uh, parents that are in the, I'd say, mid-40 range that will say to us, I think we're going to go to the walleye game without the kids first <laughs> to see what it's like. So, again, totally different dynamic. Yeah, right. So they, mid Their memories are much yeah. different. Yeah, absolutely. They remember absolutely. going to the, the sports arena. That's yeah. right. I do, too, but I was a little kid, and yeah. it's all good memories. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. hockey itself kind of has yeah. that uh, aura yeah. to it where you think... Uh, it, it does, but that's changed a lot. So um, okay. when you look at uh, uh, Major League Hockey or the NHL, yeah. um, the, the traditional, you know, fighting, you know, goon on the roster, <laughs> they, don't, they don't have a spot on the roster for that yep, guy yeah, anymore. Really, yeah. it's just, yeah, they're just they don't really let him fight either. Yeah. So. And then all the injuries that come out of it. So mm -hmm. um, yeah. And that trend's kind of yeah. trickled down toward the minor leagues. Because, like, yes. even as recently as, like, five years ago or something i'd say yeah. uh you know minor league game you'll see yeah. at least a fight yeah right. <laughs> at least one fight maybe more and, yeah. and i don't think that's true anymore no we average the the league averages less than one fight per game yeah. on Which, any game night I, like I, i'm sure that's eight. a downward trend <laughs> yes yeah and um even now uh the guys would never admit to this but some of the fights are staged sure I mean, yeah you know yeah. they're just trying to Whoa. get momentum just yeah. killed it for me yeah, sorry <laughs> oh, it's sorry you know. sorry uh, no, no no it's okay danny that, do you like wwf yeah. as well no yeah. no yeah. What? That's, you know, that's real that's real i thought santa, it was WWE. santa too and the easter bunny <laughs> sorry that's blowing <laughs> danny's mind right now just yeah. killed it for all of us 17 year olds out there yeah uh while we're talking about them the walleye those new jerseys oh my goodness it's, it's some of the don cherry inspired oh ones. did you see the yeah i've been texting these guys all day as soon as we got in here the first thing i said is have you seen these pictures i'm sending you it was on espn this morning yeah. oh my goodness yeah they're great fun our 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 marketing team and sales team the, yeah, my favorite yeah thank you thank you uh, again it, we have a great group and they do it well my personal favorite was the uh the batman and riddler yeah, jerseys. yeah last year yeah Oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah. Was, how do I get my hands on a Don Cherry? I, you know, I think they auction them for charity. Okay, I think that's usually the stipulation cool. when because m most of the the jersey auctions that we do are trademark properties like a like Superman or yeah. Batman, and so um, what the trademark holders do. So the the lawyer in the room will appreciate <laughs> this. Um, it is basically uh as long as the the proceeds are going to charity, they're they're great about it. Oh cool. Yeah. Right. So, if you're making yeah. money on it, they they want a piece. And, uh, oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, no doubt. When are you guys going to yeah. wear those? Good question. No, I wish okay, I okay. yeah I'd have no to pull worries. the schedule out. Da Danny uh, wants to be yeah. at that game. Yeah I do, yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a game like two or three Saturdays ago and uh -huh. some guy two rows in front of us while I stored a goal, he just pulls a huge fish out from under the seat. <laughs> and and throws it, yeah. <laughs> throws it on ice. We were like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> so um <laughs> You don't want to sit around the guy <laughs> with if, the fish. If, yeah, if no, we he was don't. A load of fun. Yeah, no, no. I meant Just no. I smelly. meant if yeah, yeah. If we don't score until like the third period, it's kind of rough. <laughs> now, is that stage two? No, no. We have um, a, a guy brings in a giant fish, and your security's like, "Yeah, come on in." The um, I, I'm not sure which entrance he uses, but uh, <laughs> or how he uh, how he gets it in, but um, the league. 
we're supposed to be penalized for that, but the league gets that it's yeah. part. Sure. Now, if it happened every single goal, we yeah. we yeah right. we would Is end that, up taking a penalty. Should you be well, then penalized for the that teddy bear toss too? No, no, no. Okay. That's a hockey tradition. So that's they, awesome. Yeah, they do that everywhere. That's really yeah. cool. The yeah. NHL started that penalizing yeah. thing yeah. Like in the late nineties when it was getting out of hand. With, Probably because of the Red Wings. The but not, not, not yeah. just the Red Wings. Also, the Florida Panthers were throwing like plastic rats under. Oh, is that right? I didn't yeah, know that for. Um, I forget the player, but there was a player that they had at the time who okay. his nickname was there's the Rat. There's been some, there's been oh, some okay. hat tricks okay. where a ridiculous yeah. amount of hats yeah. have found their way onto the ice. But I, right. I remember being like a, you know, a 14 year old all mad about the they're, they're gonna start calling penalties on, on, on the <laughs> octopus going on the ice. <laughs> it, you know, and and there was a, uh, you know, just around the whole country there was an outcry that that was. It should be acceptable because right, it yeah, was yeah. definitely part of the tradition exactly, yeah. in Detroit. Yeah. And um, I, I would imagine the NHL just didn't want it to continue to get, get out of hand. hand. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. All right. And uh, so I, was, I think I was about to say, I, I love the 5.30 p.m. Sunday games as, as, oh, a, as a parent of little kids who have early <laughs> bedtimes at 7.30. doesn't really work. Just FYI. Good. Well, <laughs> Keep you those, know, please. Well, you know, again, see, I'm, I appreciate you bringing that up because the staff really works hard. They, yeah. They've changed that time on Sundays to try to find the right time. Yeah. So we, we were at 2 o'clock at one point. I think we were at 7 at one point. And the 5.30 tends to no, be, yeah, work out kids. really well. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate you sharing yeah. that. This conversation with my wife the other day was, oh, we got to find a Sunday that works because that's, yeah. that's really when we can go yeah. with, with yeah. kids that go to bed at you know 8 o'clock. So. Yep. Yeah, sure. Been <laughs> um, there. Yeah. And uh, they had a great season last year too, right? Yeah. Derek Lalonde, uh, Dan Watson, um, uh, did a fantastic job. They, uh, Derek, uh, we, we found Derek in uh, Green Bay um, coaching uh, USHL junior hockey. Hmm. And uh, we interviewed, Nick Fatusi was part of the interview process as well. And um, gosh, we probably interviewed about 20, uh, 15, 20 people. Yeah. And Derek, it came down to Derek and one other. And uh, the difference was Derek was an up and comer. Uh, the, the other uh, gentleman that we uh, we honed in on had some previous experience at AAA and Double A, mm-hmm. and the Red Wings were part of the process as well. Sure. and, and yeah, they really liked Derek, and um, so did we. Yeah, yeah, and now we look back and you know wonder how we could have made any <laughs> other choice but Derek. So, yeah, uh, he's been great, and Dan Watson has been fantastic. So, yeah, yeah. Um, are you guys involved with like the concerts or anything that go on in the arena, or is that done through uh, that's, somebody else? That's done through a company called SMG. Um, okay. They have they manage buildings around the country, yeah, and uh, uh, they take they take advantage of that. Um, I guess that management clout that yeah. they have around the country. Yeah. And I, I just want to say one other story about the, yeah. the Mud Hens. Actually, I went to one game last year, which I, I usually go to more than that, but. I had a baby this past summer and stuff, so uh, it, congrats. It, was, it was tough. <laughs> but the one game we went to was the first time I was ever at a game, a baseball game, where there was a no-hitter. Unfortunately, the Mud Hens were no-hitters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Just taking jabs in the studio. Yeah. No, that's well, okay. No, but that's okay. It, as a baseball fan still, I mean, it's it's good to see it. It's, it was great yeah. to see a no-hitter yeah. at all, but... Yeah. yeah, you well, that, that's right. Hats yeah. off to the opposing pitcher. Um, they had three pitchers, which yeah, which, yeah, but yeah. So you have the in the minors. That's it's it's. I wouldn't say it's common, but it's not unusual to have a, a two or three pitcher no hitter. Um, you don't see that that much in the major right. leagues. Yeah, yeah. But well, the, in the, the minors, in the majors, if a pitcher's yeah. on a no hitter, they don't take him out. Right. To put in another pitcher. That's right. Yeah, and, and you'll see occasionally in the minors that there is a pitch count for rehab yep. assignments, so the guy is coming out regardless after a certain number of pitches. Sure. So then the other yeah. the other thing with the Mudhens this past season was mm-hmm. uh, Mike Hessman's home run record, right? Yeah, that yeah. was pretty neat. Mike is is um, just a terrific yeah. family man. And what was uh, that? What's his home run record? Uh, I, I don't know. It's 433 yeah. minor league home runs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's the Crash Davis of in a the season. real Crash Davis <laughs> in the season, you said. So, um, and it couldn't have happened to a... a he is the um, most... He, he is the most appreciative 
thoughtful, um, great family. His uh, wife and daughter are wonderful people. That's awesome. And uh, now he's going to coach uh, for the Tigers at uh, in Connecticut. Nice. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Tigers have a team in Connecticut? Yeah, there's uh, probably half a dozen affiliated clubs. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we kind of... Before we came in, I was looking at all the events for opening day on Hensville, uh-huh. and we kind of skimmed over it, but I want to talk a little more about it. Yeah. You mentioned the St. Paddy's Day party. Yep. There's two or three more things going on that weekend? Yeah. That we, what, um, what they're working on is a series of different types of openings. So there'll be restaurant openings, there'll yeah. be rooftop parties, St. Paddy's Day. Um, we have the Walleye are Home at Huntington Center. Uh, nice. The Blarney does this big uh, event. Oh, yeah. Um, so what we're trying to do is just capitalize on all of the activity downtown and mm-hmm. and raise all boats. So, sure. you know, for argument's sake, let's say 2,000 people come downtown for St. Paddy's Day on a Saturday night. Well, our goal is to, you know, increase that to three and 4,000 people. So uh, it'll, it, it, um, some people have asked us, well, you know, are you going to compete with the other restaurants? That's not <laughs> the idea. It's sure, sort of yeah. like the... Uh, McDonald's Burger King concept you yeah. know you you're right across the street from each other because it raises all boats right. so that that'll be the goal yeah yeah and you said there there were there I, I guess we haven't talked about this there are a couple of restaurants that are gonna be going into yeah what they're gonna be doing. Yeah. What, what kind of restaurants are they so nine uh, is in the in the building whose address is nine sure um, <laughs> but it was it, it for some reason it felt right nine and, innings um, yeah. yeah yeah so yeah exactly yeah. the baseball tie-in yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, it won't be a sports themed restaurant it, it'll mm-hmm. be more like a combination of a uh, like a J. Alexander's, a, a Revolution Grill that's in town. That, sure. So that fun, casual, eclectic menu. The menu will change um, over time. Still a nicer sit-down sort of place. Yeah, yeah some, yeah, something yeah. fun and different that uh, will be a nice addition to the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and then we haven't revealed the plans for uh, Fleetwood yet, uh, but we have some some things that we're working on right now that we'll announce probably within the next month. Right. Um, so somebody, we're going to do awesome. something fun with that building too. As somebody who works downtown and likes mm-hmm. to eat downtown during lunchtime, are yeah. these places going to be open during lunch? Yes. Good. Yeah. So, um, so again, it, it, the whole idea is you know, Prometic is coming downtown. Sure. That's yeah. going to add it. Eventually, it'll be three thousand more people. And then what we'll do is, you know, we we certainly don't want to hurt the other. Uh, proprietors that depend upon the restaurant for their living. So we're going to be very sensitive about that. Yeah. Um, so you know, the message that we've been delivering is, uh, you know, let's say the capacity for the two restaurants is 300 people. The mud hens and the walleye, we don't need that to be successful. So we're going to be very sensitive to the neighbors in the neighborhood that really, uh, that a great um uh, entrepreneurs that have worked hard to establish their businesses. What we want to do is help them enhance their their operations. Yeah, well, that's, that's awesome. It's great to see the collaboration. Going and on and you're it also really is. you also yeah. have some business tenants coming in. Yeah, too. so we uh, we announced PwC. Uh, they're going to move into uh, building that the address is three, which <laughs> is um, right next to uh, adjacent to the ballpark. Three strikes. Yep, three strikes. There you go. And uh, across nice. the street is um, we have two floors across the street of 5,000 square feet each. And we have, I'd say, three strong uh, uh, potential clients that can move into that space. Great. So Great. Awesome. Yeah. So that's even more people to be downtown and... Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, good, strong paying jobs. So you got, yeah. uh, you know, a building of uh, 50 consultants slash accountants. Um, the, the Fleetwood building, um, we're looking at, uh, like I said, those three companies are all professionals. Yeah. So again, uh, you know, uh, stro- you know, strong paying jobs. So again, yeah. uh, be a nice fit. Yeah. And uh, Danny, do you want to ask him the question we ask everybody? Oh, yeah, this is our only tough journalistic question. Uh-huh. If you had, you know, one, maybe two just hidden gems of Toledo that uh-huh. nobody knows about, or not many people that you love, yeah. you want to spoil well, the beans? A, yeah, I got a long list. How, long, how much time do we have? Uh, we got like 20 <laughs> as long, minutes. As long as you want to go. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know how hidden some of them are. But, sure, yeah. But, yeah um, that's, so that's so let's, let's, Probably let's start with... Probably hidden a 17-year-old like me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I 
I'm going to regret saying that, aren't I? Um, so uh, the, obviously the metro parks, but yeah. within there that, is. that's yeah. four. That's yeah. four. Yeah. Almost everybody yeah. says metro parks. Do they? Do yeah. they? So within the metro park system, though, there's all kinds of stuff. Everything sure. from you know walking along the river, uh, the Maumee River, or crossing the Maumee River when there's the the low tide, and canoeing and kayaking on the Maumee. Um, down that of uh, Farnsworth or Grand Rapids. So mm-hmm. lots of fun stuff in the parks. Um, then, uh, obviously, the Museum of Art. The oh, Toledo yeah. Museum of Art is fantastic. Uh, Steve Madewell, who runs the Metro Parks, you, you definitely have to have him on because this guy is terrific. We're, talk- he's on our list. We're talking to him on Monday. So. Oh, great, yeah, awesome. great. <laughs> yeah. Brian Kennedy from the Art Museum totally gets it. You yeah. look at the... Um, the uh, art of the uh, um, the sneakers. That they well, the sneaker culture is right yeah. now, yeah. so you got to check that out. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I have. It's amazing. Have you, isn't it There's great? so many Jordans. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. They're, and they were all donated by like one or two guys. Is that right? I oh, through. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. I was flabbergasted at how many yeah. shoes this. There, there are shoe yeah. collectors out there that yeah. spend buku bucks on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had a picture. My wife is one of them. Oh, is that right? The. So that that's great fun, and then uh, uh, what was the other one? The art of video games. Oh yeah, oh, that, was oh, that, was that was great fun. Finally, I got my point? teenage boys to actually visit that with me, <laughs> yeah. reluctantly at first, but then they they enjoyed it. I was there the night where the yeah. guy who put it on actually gave his little presentation, and that was really that was oh, really no interesting kidding. to see him speak about it and you know all that all the the history behind it and stuff. That was really fun. Oh, what what, what was a good takeaway from that? Um, there was a lot of like, you know, connections to how our culture has developed and video games, you know, you don't think of them being like a part, an influence to that, but there was this, a lot of, he made a lot of connections to, you know, where we are right now and, you know, video games and not only video games, but just like the whole video entertainment and the way that our family dynamic has been built around the TV and, you know, what, watching your stuff and playing your games and being entertained and all that type of stuff. So it was very interesting. You know the funny thing about it is, you know, a lot of a lot of parents think uh, of the video games negatively, mm-hmm. and then there was a there was an article in the Wall Street Journal about doctors that play video games and how their technique gets sharpened. Yeah. Um, Whenever they, I see yeah, an article like that, yeah. I shoot it to my wife. Do you, <laughs> see, do you, see? Do you? yeah, yeah, that makes good sense. Minecraft is really oh yeah, the uh, kids uh, are yeah. That's about the Minecraft. Yeah, people yeah. make a yeah. lot of money playing Minecraft yeah. and putting videos on YouTube. Is that I can't right? Believe it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that's that. A huge thing in the gaming industry yeah. in yeah. general is yeah. yeah. There's somebody Stream, who makes upwards of five and, million dollars. Strictly streaming himself playing Minecraft. Oh wow! That's yeah, nice. that's not counting the PewDiePie's of the world and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Right, but wow. Yeah. So, so those two top of mind, and then there's a lot of little hidden gems like uh, Fossil Park in Sylvania. So tell us about yeah. that. Where's Fossil yeah. Park? So that's um, that's by um, oh gosh, what's the uh, the amphitheater, the, uh, the Centennial Terrace, right behind okay. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a bike trail that runs back there that connects. Um, Centennial Terrace to um, uh, Paysetter Park, and then there's a little fossil. It's called Fossil Park. You go and actually okay. dig up fossils. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your kids would love. <laughs> it. Yeah. No, absolutely. my son would really like yeah, that. Yeah. Would absolutely love it. Um, what well, might be some others? Um, I had no idea yeah. there was a fossil park. Yeah. Oh, it's huh. yeah. It's 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 pretty neat, and it's connected to the bike trail, so uh, yeah. that's great fun. What's what are some other ones? Um, I haven't been there in years. Uh, I don't even know if it's still open. The Walcott House in Maumee. I think it is. Yeah, a yeah. little museum. Yeah, and they do like yeah. a thing for Christmas and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, Never heard of that one. No, me neither. It wasn't no, that on, yeah. maybe I'm mixing up with another house, but it wasn't that part of the Underground Railroad? or It might have, you know, that that one is one? in Sylvania. Okay. All by right. St. Joe's. Yeah, I'm mixing up my yeah. house. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> What's some other, you know, all the little Main Streets. Yeah. So Main Street, Sylvania, Main Street, Maumee. Uh, Perrysburg. Sure. Uh, even Rossford has a little bit, like um, some of the fun places to eat that are local favorites, like Moe's yeah. in, uh, in Rossford. Or, um, so you got all the Simpsons yeah. fan, it's always yeah. fun to see Moe's, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, or or the Green Lantern in downtown. I, I, ate, I ate there yesterday for lunch. Did you? Yeah. 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 So. Um, 
Yeah. You had all the whole, all the hole in wall, hole in the wall yes. restaurants. Yeah. Love those. Yep. Um, we so many yeah. of those. We, we had a yeah. guest. Our, we had, we our had last guest. Well, one of our last few guests, Ryan Bunch. I don't know if you uh, know Ryan. Why, why do I know the He's name? He's involved with the Arts Commission. Yes, and, yes, and, yeah. yeah. I've met Ryan. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he has a goal to, to, to go to every bar in Toledo. Is that right? And it's a long-term goal, right? <laughs> because, in one weekend. No, no, no. <laughs> Over the course of like uh, years, he's trying uh-huh. to do this. And, and I just thought to myself, when you start to think about it, there oh. are a ton of establishments yes. throughout Toledo. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. I think I think we're uh, a couple of years back, I read an article that we're the number three city in America with restaurants per capita. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we used to, so, so here, you're going to get a kick out of this. <laughs> 25 years ago, we were number one. Oh, so wow. don't let that, don't tell anyone we're number three, because we'll have a whole generation go into the tank <laughs> that we've fallen from, from one to number three. Man, I thought we were uh, up there. Yeah. No, we are. We are for sure. And I know at one point yeah. we, we were one of the places where like the big national chains would test out their new that they do. They Taco still, Bell. They, they still, still do. do. We're still the me. test market. Yeah. yeah. Taco Bell. Uh, Arby's did some yeah. uh, some mm-hmm. test marketing here. McDonald's. Yep. Um, Nothing like getting those Dorito Loco <laughs> stuff yeah. before yeah. anybody those else. Those things yeah. are pretty good. No, <laughs> Shout out to the AM Crunchwrap. Nah. <laughs> now you you were talking about oh the when you were talking about the bars. Yeah. I yeah. Met, I, I met my wife for the first time in the uh, distillery. Okay. Nice. And she she loves to tell people that that I stalked her, <laughs> which is not true. I just want to make sure that's out there. Put that out in public. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I did not stalk her, um, but I did meet her at the distillery, uh, right, right by the pinball machine, and that, it's still open. So uh, yeah. yeah, every time we drive by, we point it out to the kids, and they're like, yeah. You know, you told us that. <laughs> like last that. week. Told, yeah. You know, numerous times ever since I was born, I've heard about the distillery. So. Well, great. Thanks so much for being on with us. We really no. appreciate it. No, this is great. If yeah. anyone would like to follow up more, you can follow the Mud Hens at Mud Hens on Twitter. You can follow the Toledo Walleye at Toledo Walleye. And if you want to catch up on all the news, Hensville, you can follow at Hensville. I had that. I had that right. Anything else you want to plug before we let you go? No, no. I just appreciate you guys yeah. doing this, and uh, I didn't yeah. know I was uh, helped. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny. Yeah. You know, sometimes you make a, a, a stray remark that you don't yeah. think much of, and, yeah. and somebody that hears it, it it's that that becomes yeah. the whole point of what you said. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Without you. your attention. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Great job. All right. Thanks. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for episode twelve of the Toledo Matters podcast, and we hope you happy next time. <laughs>